Welcome back to Legit Bat, Season 2, Episode whatever the numbers say. Three, four, two, and, yeah. and probably Episode 1 of what is hopefully a longer series soon to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we had uh, Micah Dank on. If you haven't heard of him, check out his episodes on Tinfoil Hat and Forbidden Knowledge News. He's also on a gang of other shows mm-hmm. that I need to catch up on. But uh, this dude knows his shit. If you've never heard of astrotheology before, uh, me neither. It's awesome, though. If you're into the Bible at all, if you're into astrology at all, it all makes sense with this dude. Well, that's the thing, is that the idea of astro and theology, the, again, we talk, I mean, we talk about it later on, is the idea of the separation of those two right out of the gate. So the idea that that field even existed was so far removed from me thinking possible because other than it, other than it being taboo from where we come from, uh, it was not really ever something that I considered it going together. It's not possible. I mean, in yeah. religion, right, ast- right. astrology is the, the devil's work. So It's witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that went together like steak and taters. <laughs> oh, come on. I'll bang, 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 bang. I'll bang, 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 bang. I'll bang, bang, bang. Well, as no, we know, uh, though, honestly, uh, uh, go, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I I didn't think much going into it, even though <laughs> prior to coming on, I totally forgot who we were having. Um, <laughs> but that being said, when you originally asked me about it, I was like, oh, this will be a lot of fun. I'll have a lot of questions for him. And honestly, I didn't really have that many questions for him because he explains it all and had way more knowledge than I knew anything about on the subject. So honestly, as long as he just continues to go, uh, I, I can sit back and listen. Like, I That's why I was wait. telling you at the beginning. I'm like, dude, you don't need to like hold your questions. This dude will just talk, and you can think about it yourself. Probably answer your own questions. Then he'll answer them yeah, for when, you. Yeah. Too. When, when it comes to guests like that, I'm like the person that gets really annoying to watch a movie with where two seconds in they have a question that it's like, dude, just wait. It'll be answered. <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Like, he's got this. He knows what he's talking about. There were a couple yeah, times, though. Yeah, know. but when he asked, he's like, do you know what uh, the pride before the fall? And Joe and I both were like, have to take a back seat on this one because we knew I the saw that. Answer. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know we what already answer he was going for, so I just went for what I knew. I know, but it. you did the best one because that's what most people said. When he went on, I think it was right. Tinfoil Hat, that's what people said. And I thought about it while he was talking about it, and I was like, oh, holy shit, that makes so much sense. Like, Leo, the pride, comes before the fall. Like, Leo is the first sign before the fall. So, well, like you said, there, there's people that'll be like, oh, you're cherry picking. Okay, whatever. Everybody who reads the Bible cherry picks what the fuck they want to exactly, listen to anyway. Exactly. That's okay, how I don't, religion I don't know works. A Christian, I don't know a Christian that we were raised with that didn't do that specific thing where they take an entire verse out of context and create an entire part of the Christian religion on it. Oh, yeah. And they create a whole paradigm of how they should live based on that one verse. The the amount of knowledge he had, though, based on everything that he talked about and how it can connect to the stars is amazing, though. It's incredible. It was so much of the Bible. To those of you who are going to listen to this episode, just to get uh, a little bit more general of it, um, really excited about this guy. Uh, I've never heard of him. Um, I I knew nothing about the subject walking into it, how I do. But um, I think you guys will really like what he has to say, especially if you're familiar with either astrology and or the Bible. Um, 
yeah, it, listen, listen well, turn it up, make sure you get all the details because he doesn't really need to say it more than once and he pretty much only did. But if you guys have questions, leave them in comments, uh, whether it be on our page or something like that, because I'll write those down personally and I will ask him because I want to know. So listen, listen to the episode. I think you guys will really, really, really like it. No, he bores, bores a hole into your brain that you just have to sit there dealing with for the rest of the time. And then we got to have him on again, which is why he said we got to have him on for the revelation. Absolutely. There's Matthew, so much he has to say. Knock. He only There's told plenty. us an hour of his knowledge, which he probably has, I don't know, fucking 10 hours of knowledge. He could spit it out. Oh, I know. I'm we, sure he could do an entire audio uh, sure. just talking monologue book by himself. Like, we need to care package him a line of cocaine so he can do like a four-hour <laughs> episode. <Adderall>. Stay <laughs> awake, dude. I'll love it if he listens to this and he's like, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so we've kind of diverted from our... Uh, t- Typical anyway. political shit that we've been doing the last couple of weeks for obvious so reasons. Ah, it was a nice, nice break. But uh, this was the first episode I've ever texted somebody mid-show to say, "I can't wait till this episode is released. You have to listen to it." Yeah, <laughs> it has nothing to do yeah. with what's going on. I mean, it kind of does a little bit. Well, no, it doesn't have anything to do with what's going on. No, in Jen, don't try to freaking tie it in it's not anything to do with it it's <laughs> no it's it could what's be what's going on right now though that we just don't know because it's been protected from us but we have no idea what the next three days hold and i know everybody knows what i'm talking about all the shit yeah. going on in dc Thinking and we're, we're actually going to catch up on that hopefully sometime this week with ryan and brandon from dangerous world maybe ron maybe chaz we who knows do it on wednesday we're gonna do something something a bonus episode this week only for our Patreon subscribers. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. You, you got to sign up for that first. <laughs> we don't yeah. have that. It's going to be free. But Not yeah. Enjoy Micah Dank. Check out his books on Amazon or better yet, just hit him up directly so you don't pay Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Sayonara. See you next week. All right. Bye. See you next time. So we're here with Micah Dank, astrotheologist extraordinaire. Micah, give us some uh, background on how you uh, came to study this crazy subject. All right, yeah. So basically about, like, let's say nine years ago, I moved to Boston from New York with an ex of mine who I'm no longer with, but uh, whatever. And um, when we had gotten there, we didn't really have a lot of friends. So we basically would just, like, go out to eat to dinner, and then I would just spend a lot of time just going down the rabbit hole online for a bunch of different stuff and i came across two specific guys jordan maxwell and the santos Bonocci, who were talking about this kind of astrotheology this kind of stuff that i'm going to talk to you about uh what i talk about is different it's my own work as opposed to theirs um but basically i just gotten into it and i fell down a rabbit hole and i went this is it this explains the bible to me this explains it what it is and and what it truly is and uh, that's pretty much it i've just been doing the podcast circuit i've got a six book deal um my first three are out already and uh basically uh, the fourth one comes out in march and uh, i'm just basically doing the podcast circuit mike awesome. uh, uh i'm ben by the way nice to meet you um hey. 
So when you said that it explained the Bible, you know, for you, uh, what is yeah. your background in the Bible um, coming up to this point where you started getting into this field? So basically, I was raised, I was raised conservative, religious, okay. and um, it never really stuck with me. I never really understood it, and uh, sure. I never understood why. And, and we can empathize with life. that, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I searched my whole life looking for ways to make the Bible make sense. And sure. when I tell you this makes sense to me, this makes sense to a lot of people, good. as you'll see. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. The, the first two shows I heard of yours, it, I was like, whoa, I got to have this guy on. This is right up our yeah, alley. Yeah, I listened yeah. to it, too, on Tinfoil Hat. We listened to your episode. I haven't listened to your the newest one. The thing about doing it is that Sam's great, and I'm doing his podcast again. But, like, in the grand scheme of podcasts that I have done, I really didn't do that much on Sam's show, you know? And yet <laughs> oh, people, really? come at, people are coming at me, you know, like, so many followers and so many people have bought the book series. And, um, yeah, it was just, it's it's funny because I really didn't get to go on it because he loves his wild tangents and everything. Oh, so yeah. yeah. go down, like, different. We would just run all over the place, but basically... Um, it was it was fun working on his show with him, but um, and that's where a lot of people hear me from. But like you, you haven't heard anything yet. No, I think the little uh, bit that you dropped funny. on his show, to be honest, was a lot for people, and it was something brand new to me and us in general. We've never even yeah. thought of this. So even the little stories, just the tiny things you said, were like, oh, "Holy shit, yeah. he's right!" Like we have to yeah. listen to this. So. I think what you did was actually enough, even though I'm sure there's so much more. Well, it was enough to, you know, yes. wet the appetite enough to want to go in deeper. So you go as deep as you want, but you want to start out with the uh, the zodiacs and how all that aligns yeah. with your, so, your ideas. So there's there's questions there's questions that don't really make sense in the Bible, like how Jesus was able to heal the blind, how he walked on water, how he turned water into wine, why he had twelve disciples, why he was betrayed with a kiss by Judas. Right, those are all just considered uh, miracles by faith, and it's the belief, right? Right, uh, wise birthdays on December 25th, but it's all astrology. Yeah. And I'm going to go through the signs, and we're going to go back to this, and we're going to answer awesome. those questions. Um, real, I usually quick, start before, with the, real quick, yeah. before you get into that, just, just to give you our own little background, this is going to be super interesting, so I know nothing about you. I do zero research on the show. My whole point is to come in sure. and be very analytical and down to earth about most of the things we talk about. So I know nothing about you, but just based off of that and where we're going with this, I can already tell you I'm going to have questions. So I apologize for interjecting <laughs> in advance. Okay. Uh, but that's mostly because I'm I'm going to have some very specific questions that I'm going to want answered, and I hope it to follow the storyline that you know you're going to send us on. Well, if you yeah, have to, Ben, write them down or something, because we don't want to be Sam Tripoli yeah. here and cut the guest off every five <laughs> seconds. So we, we have people on that are smarter than Stop us so it. that we Sam can learn. Sam, we love you. Come back. No, we love Sam Tripoli is amazing. We listen to his podcast all yeah. the time. I know a ton about astrology, and they know a ton about religion. So this is going to be really fun. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to blend it for you guys. All right. So what I like to do is let, let's get through these 12 signs first, because then we can start decoding stuff, and that's more Perfect. fun. Perfect. Okay, so basically, I start with Aquarius just because that's like January. That's the that's beginning of the sign. year, even okay. though the zodiac. <laughs> even though the zodiac, yes, yeah, very cool. The zodiac itself starts in uh, Aries. Okay, but the first sign is Aquarius, which is represented by the man. Uh, are you guys familiar with the story of um, of the story of Aquarius, where it comes from? I'm not no. Uh, vaguely. Okay, so basically, Zeus. 
uh, was looking on Earth and he saw, and I'm not making this up, like a 14-year-old boy that he thought was beautiful that he wanted in heaven with him. And uh, basically what happened was his father wouldn't give him up. And then finally the father started losing stuff and then Zeus gave him a whole bunch of animals, goats and shit. And uh, basically what happened was he took the, the kid up and the kid was up there and he was serving. Uh, you guys familiar with what ambrosia is? The salad? No. No, not the salad. No, like the wine of the gods, right? Exactly. The wine of the gods. Um, so basically he would serve them this stuff and, uh, he got fed up one time and what he did was he ended up just pouring the pitcher over the side of the, of heaven. And that's where the, that's where the, uh, that's where they get their flood story from. Oh. It's basically this because every religion has a flood story, right? So yes. basically <clears throat> they, um, he poured the and then what basically happened was Zeus was furious with him because you know he caused a catastrophe down there, and he was going to punish him. But in a moment of self reflection, he realized he kind of like bullied the kid to come off and whatever. So he immortalized him as the sign of Aquarius, the man with the water pitcher. Okay, so that's where your sign comes from, right there, right, right, okay. right there. Okay. Uh-huh. The second sign is Pisces, which is the sign of the two fish. Okay. The third sign is Aries, uh, and again. The first sign is Aries, but in my when I discuss this, I, I talk about them starting with Aquarius. So Aries would be the third sign. And in the th- Aries, you have March 21st, which is the spring equinox. And it's a 12-hour day, 12-hour night. It's also the Passover, or the passing over of the sun over the equator. And back on its way into the height in the summer solstice. And in Christianity, the passing over, the pass over, the pass over is changed. It becomes the resurrection of God's son, and Easter's right around that time, too. Um, so basically, it's the Passover, or the resurrection of God's son. Because in astrotheology, Jesus is the son of God, not the son of God. Yeah. Okay? Uh, so it's why the Jews smear the lamb's blood on the door, because they're the people of Aries. They smear the lamb's blood on the door to save them from having, uh, from losing their firstborn son. It's why the Jews blow the ram's horn to the sky. It's because that's Aries. They're worshiping Aries. Taurus is the sign of the bull. Now, you have to remember this, is that back in the day when uh, when they were figuring all this stuff out, um, you have to understand, is well, it's important to understand, I should say, um, that basically when you look at the sky and you see Taurus, uh, you see the bull, you know on Earth to put the plow on the bull. See, there was no phones, there was no calendars, there was no smartwatches, there was none of that shit. So what they basically had to do was they had to look at the stars or look at the sun or look at a sundial. That's what they basically had. And they had to know when winter was coming. They had to know when to harvest. They had to know when to plant. They had to know all this stuff, you know? So basically when you see the bull in the sky, you know, you put the plow on the bull. And then uh, so you can plant the seeds and then you end up harvesting that in Virgo and Libra, which I'll get back to. Uh, Then the next sign is Gemini, which is the twins. Okay, that's the story of Castor and Pollux Troy, whose sister was Helen of Troy, which is the story of Achilles. Okay, if you guys right. are familiar with the mythology. Now, Cancer is the crab, and it's the sideways moving creature. Okay, the crab is a sideways moving creature. So, just as the sun, what the sun does is that on December 25th, the sun rises a degree, and then it continues to rise one degree. Imagine the zodiac wheel, it rises one degree every single day. 
And then when it hits June 21st, it stops for three days. And then on the 25th, it lowers a degree, goes all the way down to, to December 21st, where it stops for three days, which is where they say God's son was dead for three days. That's where that comes from. And then basically what happens is um, the next day, December 25th, on his birthday, you know, the son is reborn. Um, so that's that. Then basically Leo is the king, uh, the king of the jungle. The ruling planet of Leo is actually the sun. So when they're talking about the sun being in its kingdom or Jesus being in his kingdom, they're talking about uh, Leo. Now Virgo is the only woman signed in the Zodiac, and it's a woman holding a wheat stalk. She's the virgin. Remember when you said that you basically you planted Taurus? Yeah. Okay, so you planted Taurus, and then what happens is the virgins would cultivate the wheat because it had grown in Virgo, and that's where you get to make the bread. Then Libra is the justice, the scales, the balance, the just one. And the reason... And it stops in Libra on the, excuse me, the fall equinox. And it's judged. God's son is judged. And then it's sent down to hell. Where it goes down into Scorpio, down into Sagittarius, which is winter, which is cold. In Latin, the word inverno means inferno. But inverno means winter. Okay, so hell is not actually hot. Hell is cold. That sounds right to me. That okay. checks out. It does. Yeah. And then, uh, well, thank you. <laughs> and then, um, in, uh, in Dante's Inferno, right? Mm -hmm. In Dante's mm -hmm. Inferno, he's in a lake frozen because of his wings. I was just about to say that when you first brought up the uh, idea of it being winter, that old video game was the first thing that popped up because in the video game, that's uh, something that kind of allude to from the books. Um, and I, I, it made me wonder when I first played it, why is it, why are they representing it this way? Because Inferno is fire. And so right. I had looked, I had looked that up and I didn't see the Latin term or anything, but I had realized that from the books, it's actually represented as frozen. And I was like, it's frozen. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Inverno is, it, is Italian and it means winter. Um, so basically it's judged in Libra and Libra is also wine season. Okay. So you basically, you plant in Taurus. And then you get the bread in Virgo, and you get the wine in Libra, the bread and the wine. That's the symbols of Christianity right there. Right. Okay? Then the next sign is Scorpio, which is the scorpion. He's the betrayer. And the reason he's the ah. betrayer is because when a scorpion... Why, you're a Scorpio? Yeah, I am. Joe is. <laughs> you are? When you're... So the Scorpio, why he's the betrayer is because when a scorpion bites you, it leaves an imprint in your skin that looks like two lips. Okay, it's where the mafia gets the kiss of death from. That's where that comes okay. from. It's also why Jesus was betrayed by Judas with a kiss. Because there's 12 disciples to represent the 12 zodiac signs. Judas is Scorpio, and he betrays the sun. Like, doesn't Scorpio. And then Sagittarius is, is the bow and the arrow. Um, basically shoots the sun and inflicts further punishment on the sun. In the Bible, it's translated into a spear. Okay. Uh, you can look at it this way. The two most important Bible uh, murders would be uh, Cain and Abel, right? Abel would be the first one, the first murder, and Jesus. Now, Cain in Hebrew means spear, okay? And Jesus 
is finally killed with a spear to his side. I was just about okay. to ask you about this. Okay, so following this on the timeline, if you're actually following the, the story of Christ, uh, bread and wine, which would be Libra, were broken at the Last Supper. And then Judas betrays him with a kiss shortly thereafter. And then mm -hmm. shortly after that, which goes back to what you were talking about, the three days of death where he's risen again, mm -hmm. or born again, I should say, uh, on the 25th. Now you're talking about that being the final scene in the Bible where he is actually executed, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Correct. Okay. So basically, um, and we went over in Sagittarius what happens. He's dead for three days. Right. Capricorn, he's the goat. Because if you look at the Zodiac wheel, Capricorn's at the bottom. And if the sun's climbing a degree every day, the goat actually climbs the mountain. So that's right. It's a metaphor for it. So now that I have that under our belt, okay, if I were to ask you guys, since you guys are religious, to tell me what pride comes before the fall means. Oh, I actually remember this. I, I, oh, it's I, not I, fair because I already know the answer. I know. I do too because I listen to it. I'll let Ben answer that one. <laughs> Okay, so ahead, are you, okay, so with this has to do with the zodiacs. You said uh, if you ask me, pride comes before a fall. What does that mean? Well, yeah, as far as what Christians would say, it means. Oh, it means that uh, a prideful person ends up having his demise within his pride and ends up being humbled. Right. That's how it. That's how it would be if it was read straight away. But let me ask you a question: What's a group of lions called? A pride of lions. Exactly. So Lion, Leo, is in July and August. That's before the fall. Correct. Okay, that makes perfect sense. The fall of the sun. Got it. Okay. I'm glad I let that one and go. Another one, too. Is, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard this one, too, but um, in the book of Micah, which is my namesake, um, he predicts that a savior will come from the town called Bethlehem. Right. Okay. Bethlehem in Hebrew means two words. Bet means house, and lechem means bread. So it's the house of bread. And the house of bread in astrology is Virgo with the wheat stalk. Okay? Born of so a virgin. So the savior will come from a virgin. It's fucking nuts. How is that not... Is that not calculating, also, Ben? Get it, Ben? <laughs> yes, I'm just... Am I giving him time to process. Let him yes, process. let him process. He said you're going to need time to process. Okay. <laughs> so, well, while you're processing, Micah's on fire, so keep going. Yeah, yeah keep going, dude. Yeah, uh, All right. when, when you said that we were religious, okay, so first of all, let me clarify that really quick. Um, when it comes to a religious basis, yes, Jen is correct. Out of the three of us, I am definitely still tied into that much more. I do have my own personal beliefs. I do not claim a sect or a title because I do not believe that uh, if Christians actually lived what they taught, then they would mm. not be a part of that. They would not be a part of a code book of uh, ethics, shall we say, mm. that they have written for themselves. I have my own thing that I do, and it has nothing to do with anybody else. Um, and it is based off of that religion, but it is not mm. something that I consider part of that religion. So yes, religious raising, absolutely. Um, very staunch Northern conservative Baptist. Um, so in that way, yeah, that's definitely true. I still hold true to some of those things. Uh, but I have very open-minded to that changing. Uh, people give me new material. I change uh, my perception of it. So All right, Micah's laying all down some of that new material. Yeah, sort. totally. Right that's up. why I said that. I was like, all right, 
Ben might need a little extra time to process yeah. this because Joe and I have already heard a little bit. We haven't heard all of what you have but, but don't, don't mind ben he can listen to this episode later totally. you just continue with your <laughs> yeah. fire because i wanted Sorry, to hear more no, keep going because it's super interesting all right so basically um the goat sign right capricorn jesus is known as the scapegoat of israel he's do you guys remember hearing this did i do this on sam's thing um maybe i i, I do know that just from our upbringing the names but, yeah. the, the names the names for jesus oh no go through it He's known as the son of man, and the man sign is Aquarius. He's known as the fisherman of men, which is Pisces, the two fish. It's also why they have the Jesus fish on the car, is because that goes back yeah. to Pisces. It's also why Jesus in the Bible feeds the masses with two fish, because he's talking about the sun in Pisces. It's a metaphor. He's the lamb of God, or the ram in Aries. He's the lion of Judah, also known as Leo. The lady holding the wheat stalk, he's born of a virgin. And he's known as the bread of life. Libra is the scales of justice. He's known as the just one. He's betrayed in Scorpio. He dies in Sagittarius. And it's also why he's worshipped on the Sunday. The sun day. Because <laughs> Christianity is... It's a, it's a original Christians were known as Heliognostics. Before Constantine uh, codified everything and made it a literal book. As opposed to a bunch of metaphors and stories that people use to pass down. I didn't know that. That's a good drop. Before Constantine literally made it so that it had to be taken literally. Um, yeah. So, thank you. Um, so, I'm going <laughs> to go into a couple of... Um, I'm going to take something from the Old Testament and then something from the New Testament and then something from the Old Testament again. And I'm going to show you how both books are just astrology. Okay, so in Deuteronomy 32, he says he gave them honey from the cliffs and olive oil from the rocky ground. He gave his people butter from the herd and milk from the flock. He gave them lambs and goats. They had the best rams from Bashan and the finest wheat. They drank the best wine made from the juice of red grapes. But Jeshurun became fat and kicked like a bull. Just off of reading that, do you guys see like eight or ten yeah. signs right there? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if I even need to go through it, to be honest with you. I might not. But like um, the, the one that you don't know that I'm going to teach you right now is he gave them honey from the cliffs. In Cancer, there's a group of stars that's like smushed together. They're a very tight-knit group of stars called the Beehive Cluster. And that's where you get the honey. And in fact, um, the milk comes from the Milky Way galaxy, which is in Sagittarius. That's yeah. where the tail of i'm not the tail the middle of the milky way galaxies in sagittarius and the beehive cluster is in cancer so from cancer to sagittarius is the land of milk and honey wow so, did so they god was trying to just way lead way them up there then, though i mean what time are we talking about i'm, here? I'm sorry i couldn't say that again so this is from the bible that you're talking about this story is from the yeah. bible this so story, the, Deuteronomy 32, yeah. So the Milky Way, though, like, did they call it the Milky Way back then? I mean, I feel like that milk from the Milky Way, like, is that... It's how it came translated, yeah. Okay. It's how it came translated. Um, and in Revelation 4-7, which is, let's go to the New Testament, the first living creature was like a lion, the second was like an ox, the third had a face like a man, and the fourth was like a flying eagle. Okay, so... Obviously, Leo, 
Taurus, and Aquarius. But here's the thing about the flying eagle. Scorpio is the belly-crawling creature. It's the lowest form of Earth, lowest form of life on Earth. It crawls on its belly. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, basically, <laughs> but it's evolved. It. Its uh, metaphysical evolved state is the eagle. And that also can be evolved even higher to the phoenix, which is the story just like Christ. Something that's that's born, dies, and rises from its ashes. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah. So if we were to look at these signs, you have Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio. Okay? In the zodiac wheel, you have the solstices and you have the equinoxes. It forms the cross of God's sun. Okay? But these four signs form an X in between that that zodiac wheel between the cross it forms an x across it and these also happen to be the four fixed signs of the zodiac so i don't know if you how deep into astrology you are if you know your mutable sign or i was just gonna say there's a cross yes because they have the cross sorry jesus but uh no they have the cross Mm -hmm. signs but then they have the x signs and those are a totally different thing i yeah Mm -hmm. so that was something i didn't know at all uh I just did that whole wheel in my head of splitting it up into uh, quarters of three and then seeing it in my head. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that shit. I didn't know what it meant, (laughs) but it shows the cross signs and the mutable signs, but it shows it in the dumb book I read when I was 18. It shows it. (laughs) It shows it not together and it doesn't explain it as deeply as you just did. So that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So I'll give you another one, too. Have you ever you guys do you remember the story of the lady with the dragon? Is that the Revelation story? The Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, go into that. That's fucking interesting. Okay, so we're going to go into Revelation in a little bit, but I'm just, I just plucked out two things from Revelation for you. Okay. So I'm going to paraphrase this, okay? A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon, its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. This is a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Okay? Great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun. It's a metaphor for the sun being in Virgo during the day. Okay? Woman is Virgo. The sun, woman clothed with the sun. The sun is in Virgo. If the sun is in Virgo, then the moon is directly at her feet. Because that's what it would be. If the sun's there, the moon would be there, too. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon. Okay? Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to Earth. Well, have you heard of the constellation Draco? Yeah, I have not. Yeah. Yeah, it's Draco. It's the dragon. That's the constellation the dragon. And the interesting thing, too, is that its tail goes from Aries to Sagittarius, which is four out of the twelve signs. So its its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to Earth. It's just a metaphor. It's You're interesting that when you, dude, I've never had when, this explain like this. When you look up at the sky, though, these things don't look anything like what these stories say. I mean, to be fair, well, the Scorpio does. Scorpio does. Yeah, Scorpio, I'll give you that one. This is a metaphor. You got to understand is that you can read this on a surface level. You can read this. You can read the Bible on a surface level. Okay? Of course. Yeah. But what I'm doing right now is showing you how it's literally written. It, it, it's hidden. It, there's, it's layered. Okay? It's layered 100%. And in fact, the... I mean, I've been accused of cherry-picking verses, so you want me to decode a longer one? 
Yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, no, sure. we, we're not accusing you of Lay shit. Lay it on we, us. we like your shit. No, I love this. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying in general I have, so I've been getting along with this. Um, oh, yeah. So are you familiar Are you familiar with the story of Job? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Can one of you guys real quick tell me what it was basically about? Uh, so he basically uh, he was basically... the best servant of God, and God was like, fuck that guy, because Satan was like, hey. If I uh, fuck with him, he's not going to be like, your servant. Up. God was like, no, this guy's the best. I'm going to do no, all I know. horrible Sa- things to it him. It was Satan's fault, sure. Me, and Job was like, okay, I give up at the end. So Jesus. he fucked this dude in the ass yeah. and then gave him a bunch of shit at the end, which, you know, you're welcome, Job, for all of that. Yeah, he's like, thanks, awesome, thanks, <laughs> right. God, you rule. So but- what I'm going to read to you right now is I'm going to read to you God's response to Job. Okay. okay, and you're going to see how blatantly obvious the first two are, and then I'll go into it a little bit more. So, yeah, Job 38:32 says, "Can you lead forth the Maseroth?" Now, it's important to know that the Maseroth literally means zodiac. So right away he asks him, "Do you know the zodiac?" Okay, Maseroth over time becomes Mazalot. Okay, and that evolves into Mazaltov today, which literally means good fortune from the stars. L'chaim. That's what Mazaltov means. Exactly. So the Lord's challenge to Job, his first two questions are, can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? Those are obviously star-related questions, right? Mm -hmm. Let me move forward. Can you bring forth the constellation in their seasons or lead out the bear with its cubs? The constellations are the zodiac above, and the bear and its cubs are Ursa Major, the great bear, and Ursa Minor, part of the Big Dipper. Yep. Okay. Who can tip over the water jars of heaven? That's Aquarius. Do you hunt for the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions? That's Leo. Who provides food for the raven? That's the constellation Corvus, which means raven, and borders on Virgo. Do you watch when the doe bears her fawn? Mariga, M-R-I-G-A, means deer, and it's located in Orion. Who let the wild donkey go free? The Salus Borealis, means donkey, and is located in Cancer. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? That's Taurus. The wings of the ostrich flap joyfully. That's Lambda Achille or Al Thaliman, which means two ostriches in Arabic, uh, which was then obviously passed down. Do you give the horse its strength? It laughs at fear, afraid of nothing. It does not shy from the sword. The quiver rattles against its side, along with the flashing spear and lance. That's Sagittarius with the bow and the arrow. And do you not notice that it's said with the flashing spear and lance? So yeah. I told you, remember earlier, I told you that, you know, the bow and arrow is technically called the spear. Right. That's where you get it from, right there. Okay? Does the eagle soar at your command and build its nest on high? That's Aquila, which is the Latin name for eagle, and is a constellation a few degrees above the celestial equator. Finally, he says, can you pull in Levethian with a fish hook? And that's Pisces. So his entire response to Job is all astrology. That's is all. the entire is. zodiac, like, in order? Like... That. I haven't done the whole Zodiac, to be honest. I've done the Book of Matthew. Matthew is line for line astrology. I've done Revelation, which I'm going to get into. I just want to see if there's anything more that I want to talk to you guys about first. Yeah. So earlier we said, how is Jesus able to heal the blind? Um, that's simple. Is that um, the story is, is that the guy couldn't see it. Jesus touched his eyes and then suddenly he could. Well, if you're thinking about the sun, when it's dark out and the sun comes up, it touches your eyes. You could see. How he walked on water, well, have you ever looked at a lake as the sun was going down? The sun literally walks on water. Uh. How he turned water into 
how he turned water into wine. That's uh, that's a little more complicated, but it basically goes something like this. Um, do you know why God is known as a man and Earth is known as a woman? Mother Earth? It's because of God's sacred fluid, the rain. In Hebrew, it's called shemen. You get the word semen from it. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, it, really? God come. It rains. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. So God's sacred fluid falls down and impregnates Mother Earth, and then everything grows out of it. That's why it's like that. What and how he turned fuck? water into wine is, you know, April showers bring May flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you plant in Taurus, and then it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows and grows and grows, and it's raining, 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 raining. And then, so it starts off with water, and then in Libra, you pull the grapes, you smash them, and you make wine. That's how God turns water into wine. Why he had 12 disciples, um, the 12 zodiac signs. We went over why he was betrayed with a kiss by Judas, why he was dead for three days, and why his birthday is on December 25th. It's all astrology. The that's whole book just, is astrology. That's what I was just about to tell you, was, or just about to say, was uh, throughout the entire thing, these particular numbers, and I'll, I, I do have a question about a couple of them, um, but n- numerology ends up going very heavily into uh, the Bible as well. It does. And it, part of, and I assume that that goes hand in hand with the astrology uh, research that you've done. But like number, obviously the number twelve, uh, all tr- the twelve tribes of Judah, the twelve uh, apostles, right. the uh, the twelve disciples, all of them. It twelve seems to be this thing, and I always wondered that. And of course, I made that connection between there being twelve months, there being twelve signs, but I didn't think they had any connection because today the way that they teach it has no connection to that. Right. Right. You also got to remember Jesus was also 12 when he disappeared. <laughs> right. Yeah. That number pops up so freaking much. It's ridiculous. And why he comes back at 30. This is interesting, too, is the ancient Jew. He comes oh, back geez. at 30 because the ancient Jew. If you go back far enough. OK, I'm talking before the Bible. The Jews worshipped the planet Saturn. OK, it was known as the black planet. OK, you ever see the Jews with the with the box on their head like this? Oh, yeah. Seen huh? that before. Yep. Okay, you ever seen the the um, the Muslims walking around the Kaaba, the giant black box, and kissing yep. the stone inside it in Mecca? Isn't that the cute? Oh Cuba yeah, yeah, Saturn Mecca, worship. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's a it's Saturn worship, and the idea behind Saturn having rings too is that's why you wear a wedding ring. You wear a ring to commit to Saturn. Um, women wear ear rings because they were told to listen to their god. So they had to wear earrings. That's where that comes from. So then all of the stuff that ends up spawning from that as a description of why we do this, that, and the other is honestly just a later description from where it actually came from. Everything. I can go into so much different stuff right now, but everything has basically just been perverted and watered down. Yes. So you said you have a six book deal. Three of them are out. Where can I find these books? Because I'm going to go ape shit on them. (laughs) (laughs) I will. I will. Let you know at the end of this. I'll let all your listeners know where to go. Um, when we're off, if you want to, uh, where I'll talk to your brother, um, Facebook me, and uh, if you guys buy it from me, I'll sign it and I'll give you guys a break so that Jesus doesn't get his money. Yeah, yeah. you got to understand too is that these books are this kind of information you don't just throw out in public. You know, you you have to kind of, you you just kind of have to like tiptoe. So what I've done is, especially now, you don't get banned and shit. 
I was just about to say this. This yeah. is uh, very upsetting to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So what I basically what I basically did was I wrote them in uh, in fiction novels. They're they're Dan Brown novels, basically. So basically, the characters discover all this kind of stuff that that we basically go through. Oh, that's bad. That we've gone through. No, I love um, it. I heard that on that that was on Sam Tripoli's show on Tinfoil Hat, and I was like, we have to get these because they're real. Sh- they're real stories. Real information just disguised. Well, in you sent me the links to your books, and amazing. I, I um, purposely didn't get them yet because I wanted to go into this kind of organically, and then I'm gonna go like Ben said, ape shit after this. Yeah, so. we are. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, dude. You're gonna love the books. They're only like 250 pages each, but all I gotta say is, is that you gotta, um, you gotta read it with a highlighter. <laughs> That's how you basically <laughs> take it because it's so dense. They're so dense. Yeah, See, I like that uh, stuff though. Is I get I get sick of the stale stuff in the middle of books. If I can go from every sentence and paragraph into going, holy shit, then I will exactly do that. I'll go through it with a highlighter and be like, all right, guys, I got some arguments for you. Let's yeah. talk about. And this. the stories themselves kick ass. Like I'll send you a list of like all the topics awesome. that you'll find in my writing too. So awesome. we'll get to that. Hell yeah, um, super cool. But I will I will tell you this is that as far as as far as Catholicism goes. And as far as Council of Nicaea and what ended up happening, you guys know that you're naughty. You're not supposed to listen to any astrology, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. A cardinal sin. I just said that today. I was like, yeah, That's astrology exactly is the work this. of the devil. They made it. They completely separated it where astrology mm-hmm. is not part of religion. If you practice that, you are literally the devil. So. It's witchcraft. That's exactly yeah. what I was just about to say was up until even just talking about this. The first thing I thought about when I thought about astrology was like, that's like for our sect right up there next to like straight up Satanism. Or like um, witchcraft right or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like witchcraft or any of that stuff is the idea that if you in any way, shape or form even believe in the idea that this stuff is real, it's like, oh, there's no way you could be a Christian. Yeah, because like, right, then you're not you, going down their you, path. I'm going to show you where that's actually hidden in. You ready? Yeah, you guys, fam- you guys familiar with your uh, the, the Catholic catechisms? Vaguely, yeah. You don't Not have me. to know them. They are. Just- so basically, they're like how do I describe them? They're like uh, they're like amendments to the Bible. I mean, to the Constitution. Okay. The catechism. It's like oh, and don't do this. Oh, and do this. Oh, and don't do this. It's like it's like an additional Bible on top of the Bible. <laughs> catechism two one one six. Okay. Catechism two one one six. All forms of divination are to be rejected, recourse to Satan or demons, conjuring up the dead or other practices falsely supposed to unveil the future. Consulting horoscopes, astrology, palm reading, (laughs) interpretation of omens and lots, the phenomena of clairvoyance and recourse to mediums all conceal a desire for power. Over time, history and in the last analysis, other human beings, as well as a wish to conciliate hidden powers. They contradict the honor, respect, and loving fear that we owe to God alone. Oh my so God! That is why. <laughs> that sounds like our. <laughs> that sounds like the Constitution right now. So weird. Sounds yeah. like some laws they're trying to make. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing too is is that we talked about the Council of Nicaea, right? That was in three twenty five A.D., where they basically Constantine um, united everything under christianity and as i mentioned uh, a literal version of christianity right okay uh here's the interesting thing though it was either done on his deathbed or he did it while he was like alive you know it's kind of like up in the air which one it was you know i've heard both um 
But here's the interesting thing is he had a nephew named Julian the Apostate, okay, who when Constantine died, he tried to bring everyone back to sun worship. See, as I mentioned before, original Christians were known as Heliognostics, which is Helio and Gnosis, which is knowers of the sun, sun worshipers, okay? Original Christians were known as that. Now, here's an interesting thing, too. You go back another 225 years prior to that, you get to 100 AD, and there was something called the Council of Jamnia, okay? And the Council of Jamnia was basically a bunch of rabbis got together and a bunch of politicians got together, and they were trying to canonize the Old Testament. And by that, what I mean is that <clears throat> up until 100 AD, which is like a couple thousand years after the Jew the Bible, the Jewish Bible came out. Um, the uh, order of the books wasn't done. People just kind of read them out of order. So they had to like get together and like fix that shit, basically. <laughs> and then what out. basically happened was, yeah. And then so what basically <laughs> happened was they got together and they canonized it. Now here's an interesting thing though. 30 years prior to that, there was a gospel that came out. It's the oldest gospel. Do you guys remember which one it was? Uh, the Book um, of Enoch? Is that the gospel? Enoch, I was going to say. Isn't that no, the no, 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 not Enoch. Oh, it's damn. one of the four gospels. Oh, uh, shit. Um, so I, I don't remember, but I, do I don't know. This. It's Mark. The okay. Book of Mark came out 70 AD. Now, this Jewish po- these Jewish politicians at the time were, debil- were, de- were deliberating on whether or not to add this to the Bible. So could you imagine if this had happened, then you would basically just have Jews and then Jews for Jesus. There'd be no Christians. There'd be no Christianity. So this was actually debated at one time. Not to mention the fact that they removed 16 books in 1684 from the Bible. And Enoch is great, too. I can come back and do a whole thing on Enoch. I've decoded that whole thing as far as astrology goes. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, If you guys are interested. Do you know who? Uh, I, you know like who uh, I feel like I'm going to see you guys a lot. Yeah. Do you know who <laughs> Miguel Connor is from cool. Aeon Byte? I'm sorry. Do you know who Miguel Connor is from Aeon Byte? The podcast no. Aeon Byte. Okay, we've had him on a couple times, and he's a Gnostic, like straight up Gnostic. I think you and him would be a great match to go at it because he he knows a lot of shit about the Book of Enoch and all that stuff. So. To have you on and give your perspective. Oh, yeah. we got to set a date for Honest, that. Honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll be freaking Dana White of the podcast and be like, yeah, we need to get those two guys in the ring, and I'm just going <laughs> to sit back and watch. And Oh, yeah. Bets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I would I would love to have you on as much as no, you are capable of doing to blow my mind more. agree on a lot of the same things, that there's a, a decoding to do in the Bible. So Mark is the yes. oldest. That, that's Mark the is the oldest. It came out seventy AD. The rest came out about hundred, one hundred and twenty AD. That's what. It, Do you know I, why that is? I don't know. To be honest with you, um, I, I literally don't know. I honestly don't know. No, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I I just don't know. Mark is one of my um, favorite. Um, I have zero religious experience, but I did read the New Testament a few times. And Mark 11.20 is like my favorite Bible phrase. It's, if a man says to this mountain, go and throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, believe... When you ask, go start you chucking ask mountains, prayer, bitch. In prayer, believe that you receive it and it will be yours. It's like a whole like, hey, if you pray for this, you can get it. And when I was a kid and I read right. that, I was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. 
That was my favorite thing. See, but like something like that, something like that that you just decoded, something like that right there, okay? You can tell that there is no astrology in there. See, when I say the Bible is an astrological book, I don't mean that every line is. Oh, yeah. That's when you start to separate the metaphors from the literal, and this is where everybody gets hung up on talking about the Bible, is that everybody, and this is uh, is a tangent, real quick, (laughs) um, is that everybody decides to take which parts of the Bible they're going to take literally and metaphorically. Uh, Mm -hmm. For instance, you doing Revelation is probably at the top of my list to watch or uh, to read or talk to you Mm -hmm. about because of the fact that there is no way around taking it literally instead of as a metaphor. But every time, you know, you heard about Revelation, it was all brimstone and fire. You're going to hell. Get right with your Jesus, boy. And so mm-hmm. being able to hear all the different metaphors being uh, dissected like this is actually the first time that I've had any kind of clerical answer or even reason behind the symbols and the things that really didn't seem to make much sense, even if you cross-reference mm-hmm. it with the Bible. Yeah, no, that's right. what's amazing about it, honestly, is I never, ever would think to pair it with astrology because it's right. astrology is banned from religion. It's not connected. Right. It's horrible. Like, that's what people say. I'm not saying it is, but that's what everyone says. So well, that's- it's super interesting that you've made that connection, and it's completely true. That's why the first time I heard him, I was like, all right, got to put him on the schedule. Fuck. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we're getting we're, we're getting down to the last. I, uh, I love you guys already. Yeah, no. <laughs> right on. Thank do, you. <laughs> do you have anything else? Like, do you have other? No, yeah, we got it. We got 10, like, 15 minutes left or so, and he hasn't got too much into Revelation. Know, you got any I'm more on sorry. that? We tried not to go off on tangents, but this is how we do it, though. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I've got about five pages worth of Revelation. We could do that next time. To be honest with you. Oh, Maybe okay. Probably full time. Yeah, that's fine. But that's now, fine. That, now that we went through. The, now that we went through the, tw- I just don't want to rush it. I don't want to yeah. give it the respect. I don't want you to either. Absolutely. Yeah. And no. The truth yeah. of the matter is, is the truth of the matter is, is we went through the twelve signs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we could just remind people to like listen to this podcast before they listen to something sure. else. Just because yeah. sure. once we have this down on paper, you know, next time I'm not even going to bother with the, with that. I'm just going to start no. coding. No recap. Hell just yeah. be like, I sorry. I I could do that with Revelation. I have one done with Enoch. I have one done with Matthew. So nice. We could do Revelation because you guys are in, you guys are into that. Um, yeah, and I will. Well, yeah, and I, will, I actually know all of the uh, Bible. Their their upbringing, they know every single Bible phrase. I look at it and I'm like, "What's that?" <laughs> and they'll just quote it. I'm like, "What the fuck? What's wrong?" Well, with I, I seriously do want to schedule you with Miguel though, because uh, like I said, we've had him on a couple times, and he is that dude is just oh. a fountain of shit. Like. To have both of you out at the same time would be amazing. You You'll love him, him too. Out, He's great. To be really honest, I think you'd appreciate his stuff. He goes into a lot of Gnostic shit. That's, and he decodes it into real, real life. Honestly, yeah. Favorite, link it, me, link me ahead. some, link, link me some, link me some of his videos. Yeah. Well, honestly, face, I was, that's me. what I was just about to say. Is if you go to our page, you can actually listen to the two episodes that we did yeah. with it, just to get a feel for how the guy is, because it's going to be this kind of banter, um, and mm-hmm. you can just. It's nuts because I said this before. Uh, not only do I love talking to the guy, uh, but he is so easy to talk to. You don't have to hear him repeat himself. He talks slow and methodical, but not to bore you, um, not so mm-hmm. fast that you lose anything in the translation. Uh, it's a, it's a great, good, flowing conversation. It's yeah, really good. you you so and him would be a match. Question before the screen leaves you again. <laughs> um, let me ask you a quick question. Um, 
would you say with this hour that we've done, just this brief intro to this, would you be willing to say that there is absolutely astrology hidden in the Bible? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I actually thought that after I listened to your podcast on Tinfoil Hat and Joe said he was going to have you on, I was like, yes, please. Because for sure. <laughs> I I can't yeah. imagine that people wouldn't hide that from Would us. you say that's why that so many religions are so similar is because they're all based on that? Like, even back to the old Egyptian religions, there's a lot of the same metaphors, different names, different well, words. Well, you got to but... understand the ancient, the ancient Egyptian religions. Like, for example, the Ten Commandments, okay? Uh, it's not an original thing in the New Testament, in the Old Testament. It actually comes from the Egyptian Book of the Dead, chapter 125. It was something called the ne- 12 Negative Confessions. You could look this up. Oh, wow. Um, it's, been, it's been switched a little bit, but that's basically where it comes from. The ancient comedic sciences, the ancient Egyptian sciences is the birthplace of everything. He told you in elementary school, basically, that uh, Abraham was the first uh, monotheistic person, right? They kind of buried that into your brain. Right. Well, right. Abraham, or Abram in Hebrew, or Brahm, and Sarah, or Sarah, is Brahma and Saraswati. That's where that comes from. And um, even Hinduism. Abram, Abraham, like, Abram is two words in Hebrew. It's Abba, which means yep. father, father, and yeah. Ram, and Ram, which means Ram, father Ram. They're the people of Aries. The Jews are the people of Aries. Jesus. And the truth of the matter is, is that um, the um, original, the original, um, what do you call her? What do you call it? Uh, monotheistic person was Nefertiti. She was practicing monotheism thousands of years before the Jews came around. So that's just not true. Well, and what you <laughs> said about uh, them getting from the, the 12, uh, I don't remember what you called them, from the Egyptians, um, and it basically being a rewording in the Ten Commandments, uh, yeah. that makes perfect sense because if you go by the story, they had just gotten out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that was right after they got liberated and went across the sea and um, do you have anything, uh, speaking of that, do you have anything uh, astrology-wise that uh, kind of adheres to and explains the parting of the Red Sea? I can look into that. I haven't really looked into that. I haven't gotten into Exodus, really, to be honest with you. So that's but that's I, the thing that I would like to know is a lot of those older ones. I mean, you explain kind of like a couple of the miracles of Jesus. Um, uh, you know, the, the, more, the more popular ones that everybody thinks about when they think about him. Um, right. <clears throat> But some of those older ones, prior to you know his existence and in in that story, that would be more of the thing. Those would be some of the things that I would really like to know about, um, because if those kind of things can be decoded or explained, that would be amazing. Because those are the right. things that everybody but latches you do onto as the predecessor. You, you do understand is that you can't. The whole Bible can't be decoded with the astrology, of course, and astro- of theology. Course. You yeah. know, a lot of the times it's the story. Like my books are fiction. Okay, that doesn't mean that the shit I put in it isn't true. It's just a fictional storyline. <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know? You, you That's know? what it's I representation. love about it. That's no, awesome, and uh, you know? speaking of that, we're coming at the top of the hour here. Go ahead and plug whatever you want, your uh, socials, your books, and right. then we'll uh, let you get the All fuck right, out of here. So, <laughs> I'm on uh, Twitter and Facebook at Micah Dank. You know, you can reach out to me, follow me, friend me. Uh, if you would like to, if you're interested in the book series... Uh, and you'd like to get them from me, whether it's digital or physical, which I'll sign, um, reach out to me and you can go around Bezos and they'll make me very happy. 
Hell and yeah. then um, that's that's basically it. You know, I'm gonna we'll, we'll go over Revelation next time, and then maybe we'll do Matthew the following time. I'm just gonna make it so blatantly obvious that like you're gonna have like dreams about it. I can't just to make sure wait. that yes. I don't say anything uh, on here about it. Is this your page? That's me. Okay, because I'm adding you right now. Yeah, I'm uh, friends with him. Okay. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to make sure uh, before I got that off there without any, uh, yeah. Okay. You can stay on for a little bit That's after fine. if you want. Like, we'll stop recording and talk. Yeah. But uh, thanks for coming on, yeah, man. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we will talk to you next time for Revelations and Matthew. Yeah. Hey.